First down and 10 from the plus 27. Panic step back to pass. Pocket collapsing, lobs it up top. Sopkowitz runs under the football into the nest. Touchdown, Illinois State. Thanks for sticking with us during the break. You're listening to FCS Nation on the Palmetto Radio Network. Alex's Lemonade Stand Honorary Captain of the Week. Boy, we have stockpiled and created a list of some of the top athletes around the country. They are the face of this thing. They keep this thing afloat. They are raising awareness for childhood cancer, raising funds for childhood cancer. I think that most importantly because it's underfunded. We'll get into some of those statistics, but first let me introduce our... Honorary Captain of the Week, Illinois State Redbird Signal Caller, Mr. Zach Anixted. Zach, I had a chance to talk to Ryan Kramer, the managing partner up there in Chicagoland. I know you guys have had some conversation. You guys have kind of come together on this and helped make it what it is. But for you, sir, appreciate you giving the show some time this week. No, appreciate you having me on. Appreciate Ryan and Northwestern Mutual for, for reaching out to me. Yeah, your guys' season. We're going to get into that, but I wanted to start with a few introductory things. We're going to get into your background, but talk about how this came about. Who reached out to you? how that conversation was and why you felt like, hell yeah, let me get involved in this. Yeah. I mean, Ryan reached out to me initially um, and I got on a phone call with some people and they brought the idea to me and uh, I was actually lucky enough that they reached out to me with the idea. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's about, it's about supporting Alex, supporting the lemonade stand um, and raising as much money as possible. I mean, and there's no one better to do it than uh, student athletes with, with the attention that we get from, from great people like you. Um, so yeah. Yeah. That last part you just touched on why, why it's important to come together, just harp on that a little bit. Why, why it's cool that the athletes have come together like i talked about earlier we have this giant list of literally the best athletes in the country from all over the subdivision why is it cool to you that you guys have come together and kind of are leading the charge in all of this yeah i mean i think it's awesome i think that i think nil is a cool opportunity for college athletes to make money but i think it's way more cool when we have the opportunity to to raise money for Bingo. an opportunity um i think that's something that that i expressed to ryan and their whole crew um was something that was important to me um to bring as much awareness to that that and I'd rather I'd rather make X amount of dollars and donate all that to, to something like this than, than for my own name. Is childhood cancer and cancer in general just helping out the cause? Is that something that's important to you? Have you had anybody in your family affected by it close to your family? Is this something that's up on that list of things that call it a bucket list item? Having a hand in raising money and awareness for childhood cancer. I think for a lot of people, they're not given the opportunity to do so. Is this something that was extra special for you when it was proposed? Um, you know, I think I think cancer is cancer yeah, I mean, excuse my language, it is what it is. Um, but I think everybody's had someone that's been affected by it, whether it's a child or someone of age. I mean, whatever, whatever the situation is, I mean, I think I've been lucky enough that my direct family and close family has been healthy for the most part and whatnot. But um, it's definitely something that, that caught my attention. And I mean, especially for for a young a young kid to have to go through is just is just I mean, there's no other ways to no other way to put it. There really is no other way to put it. And I appreciate you for being so blunt about it. I'm a quarterback myself. Well, a former quarterback, a washed quarterback. Uh, you, sir, are coming off a spectacular season. In some sense, we're going to get into that right now. Let's switch gears, talk a little football right now. The Redbirds finishing six and five in the regular season, four and four in the Missouri Valley Football Conference, the SEC of the FCS. Hey, I'm a Southern Illinois Saluki, so I think me and you can kind of gatekeep that in the fact that the Missouri Valley is the toughest conference. Grade your season out, A through F, what would you give it all things considered? Me personally, like for my for my own player, for as a team. So let's make it two part. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> that. Let's make it two part. So go Zach first, and then go Redbird season. Uh, I don't know. I suppose there's some games where I felt like I was playing an A, and then there's definitely some games where I felt like I was probably a B. And I mean, I think think that's what you go back and look at the film for. And um, I think as the season went on, just me personally speaking, I think I got I just kind of kept climbing the climbing the ladder there, and it's what you want to do, especially as a quarterback. Um, first couple games I played pretty average, to be honest with you. Um, and then I think I kind of hit my stride there. Early 
early on and just kind of kept it rolling. Uh, and I think as a team, I think I think we had a really good team. It was just kind of unfortunate that there's a couple games were really close. And then we lost like three or four games by a combined total of like eight points. I don't know exactly what it is. Don't mark my words for that, but it's close. Um, and I mean, there's some there's some really good teams in our conference um, that that get a lot of respect. And you saw a couple of them in the playoffs. And uh, I mean, it's unfortunate we finished six and five. It's a winning season, but it's definitely short of what our goals were. Um, but I know that Illinois State and Coach Spack and that whole coaching staff will get things rolling in next year. Yeah, I got that stat for you right here. It was combined eight points. Uh, yeah. I, I, I get you playing the card, <laughs> acting as if you don't know. I get it. Well played, but I got it for you right here. You had two one-point losses and two three-point losses. That right there alone is ridiculous. Four losses of the five by a combined, like you said, eight points. Looking back at those games specifically, what can the Redbirds take from them into the 2024 adventure that they're going to embark on here sooner or later? Mm, I think I'm going to kind of give you a coach's answer here, but I think it's uh, I think it's just complimentary football. I think, I think there was games there where the offense was rolling, the defense was struggling, and there was games where the defense was rolling, the offense was a little slow, vice versa, and then uh, special teams just kind of the cherry on top. I think I think it's kind of a coach's answer for you. It might be kind of an easy All answer, good. but I think I think, uh, I think we need to do a better job of playing complimentary football, and that's something that we preach throughout these uh throughout the season yeah let's talk about how you got to illinois state and then we'll get into the man calling the shots and brock's back but your journey's been i call it cool uh, i'm sure for you it's been stressful at certain points but i love when a quarterback goes on these adventures and finds himself on different teams with different goals it, it, it's something that i think needs to be studied and when illinois state brings in a guy of your caliber i mean that fan base trust me everybody of normal was like okay we can we can do this with a guy like zach behind center you play for minnesota a little bit you're originally from minnesota northland to be exact find yourself at IMG Academy I believe correct me if I'm wrong for just a tad and then like I said from Minnesota to Illinois State your dad was a Minnesota Gopher as well played from 82 to 83 saw time with KC in Washington in the NFL your cousin hooped for Wisconsin in 2012 and 2015 he played in the NBA for a little bit everybody knows who Sam Decker is he's bounced around all over the association teams like the Rockets the Clippers the Cavs in 2018 you were named the starting quarterback by uh famous coach PJ Fleck that uh everybody's no stranger to uh you were believed to be the second walk-on true freshman quarterback to start a season opener that alone is ridiculous you joined company like baker mayfield who started his first game at texas tech in 2013 after walking on started the first seven games of the season played in eight total games started your career three and oh to become the first goal for freshman quarterback to ever start and win his first three games of his career hampered by a second half of the season with an injury all of these things happen you're not even 20 years old you're right around there you're still a kid and now you have to go somewhere else figure it out another way how'd you get to Illinois State and did Brock's back play a part in that because I'd imagine he did yeah I mean I think very very long story short um played early at Minnesota um kind of felt like the man at the time when I was 18 years old and then I kind of got humble quick played pretty average at times got hurt my sophomore year. I've had a, I've had a handful of injuries in college is what it is it's part of football it um is. sophomore year got hurt a kid named Tanner Morgan played and he played really well um and I didn't get the spot back there and then when I knew that he was going to stay another year I was like you know what I got to play I want to on the field um so i hit the transfer portal had a handful of schools reach out a lot of mac schools offered me uh marshall wyoming those kind of schools all offered me and then coach Spack, uh illinois state called me and to be honest with you at first i was kind of like you know what like i don't really want to play fcs football if i'm, if I'm being honest with you, I, was, I was like i don't know if i want to play fcs football i was kind of like it was kind of more like ego ego at the time sure. where i was like hey, i want to i want to stay fbs like but then as i did more research talked to people i was like you know what, i'd rather be in the missouri valley than in than in mac football and i'm not scared to say that um i love that's, that. That's, that that's me fully saying that 
that. Um, and I think uh, the goal is to play on Sundays and have the opportunity to that, whatever that looks like, whether that's for six months or six years, 16 years, whatever it is. Um, and I think uh, Illinois State gave me the opportunity to do that. Um, and I built a great relationship with Coach Back, those coaches, um, during the recruiting process with them. Um, and everything they told me during recruiting, they they followed up on and they gave me uh, the best opportunity any quarterback in the portal could ask for. So the subdivision loves Brock's back as a whole. I do. My co-host, Kevin Marshall, <laughs> we're huge SPAC fans. We love the stash. And it's not even the stash. It's not even those things. It's how he coaches a team. But give our audience kind of a peek behind the curtain of how he is, one, on the field, what kind of coach he is. And then, two, of course, we got to talk about it, how he is off the field, kind of his personality. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a little bit old school. Um, I think every coach kind of has their has their thing. He's a little bit old school. Um, it's not a bad thing at all. I just think uh, he's a little bit old school. But but uh, I think on the field, he can be he can be a little bit of a hardo sometimes. He'll get he'll get on me and not a hardo in a yeah. negative way, but he'll, he'll get he'll get on me when I need it. And, um, but he does a really good job of kind of knowing knowing who can take what kind of coaching, knowing his players, knowing that he can be hard on me at times because he knows that I can take it and then I'll respond to it. Um, and then off the field, he's actually he's actually a great dude. Um, I think he he loves Christmas. Um, like <laughs> he loves called, Christmas. He's, he's he's called me he's called me a couple times the past the past week or so just to check on me, check on my knee and whatnot. And he's always asking if there's snow on the ground up here. And then uh, he's always he's always watching Christmas movies, all that kind of stuff. I don't think there's a bigger Christmas fan than than uh, Brock Speck. But no, I I couldn't say enough good about the guy um, as a coach as a person. Um, and any person who was thinking about Illinois State, I wouldn't speak higher of a coach. Awesome stuff. Having a chat here with Zach Anikstead, the signal caller for Illinois State. The Redbirds hanging out in the Missouri Valley Football Conference, coming off a 6-5 and five season. Zach is our honorary captain of the week, of course, presented by none other than Northwestern Mutual and the Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation. I wanted to get into a little bit of playoffs, uh, a little bit of the predictions and what we got going on right now. There are some Valley teams that are still left. I believe there's three of them. South Dakota State, North Dakota State, and South Dakota. The Coyotes having a pretty good good year who surprised you in the playoffs even with teams that have been eliminated so far i guess we'll start there who surprised you who's still going that you think is kind of still being slept on i think south dakota coming into the year we didn't get to play them this year but i know that last year their defense was one of the best defenses i played all year um i think south dakota is a really good team obviously south dakota state north Dakota state and i think villanova i thought looked really good against youngstown because i think youngstown is a good team i saw some of that game i think villanova is good so i'm excited to watch them play south dakota state and see what happens with that one but for the three games that we have have slated for this Saturday. You got Nova, like you mentioned now. You gave him a little shout out. Going to Brookings to play the Jack Rabbits. You got North Dakota State going to Vermillion to play South Dakota. You just gave them a shout out as well. And then Albany goes to Moscow to play the Idaho Vandals. All right, Zach, let's decide who wins the national championship. There are still some teams left, especially from the vaunted, I guess we'll call it the vaunted Missouri Valley Football Conference that we think is uh, holds itself as just such high esteem. Who do you think wins the national championship, dude? I mean, I think it comes down to South Dakota State and North Dakota State. If I if I'm being honest with you. And I think, uh, I think it'll be South Dakota state, but I think North Dakota state is coached really well. And I think, uh, people have said it's a down year. I mean, maybe it is, maybe it isn't for, for their standards. Um, but I think South Dakota state will come out on top in my opinion. Let's talk about that South Dakota state team real quick, because going through the tape and I kid you not, I'm not saying this cause I'm interviewing <laughs> right now. Nobody played them as good as Illinois state. My Southern Illinois Salukis hung in there from a scoreline perspective, ended up losing that game by seven, 17 to 10 was that final result, but you guys had them on the ropes. And I know when you look at the final result, 
result, 40 to 21, you think, okay, the game wasn't really that close. It's almost three possessions, but no, you were the team that gave them, I think the hardest battle. I've had conversations with my former head coach, Nick Hill at Southern Illinois. And he said, listen, if there's any teach shape anywhere, or there's a way to beat these guys, Illinois state showed us, they put it all on tape, take us through that game, the ups and the downs, the game flow. And ultimately why that felt like a, almost a turning point for you guys. Cause then you ripped off, I think four in a row after that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think we did play them close. I think, uh, almost doesn't count. Um, but yeah. I think if, if it did, I think we were there. The problem was we started out the game tw- down 20 to zero. I think they missed an extra point, but we started yep. down 20 zero. Um, and we only had the ball once we had a mess up on special teams and gave them good field position. We're, we started down 20 to zero. And if, if we don't, I mean, maybe the game is different. Um, but yeah, we definitely hung with them. Uh, I think offensively we were moving the ball. Well, I mean, I think our defense hung in there, but, but I mean, they were running the ball so well, they, they got a lot of, a lot of big boys in the offensive line. I don't know if some of those guys are probably going to play in the NFL. Their running back is, I know. Um, but yeah, man, I, mean, I think we hung in there. I think our game plan was really good. Coach Peterson, our offensive coordinator, did a really good job every week of keeping things the main thing, the main thing. And that meaning we have our same plays. We're just going to get to it a different way. And I think he did a good job that week of, of not making it a bigger deal than what it is. Obviously, we had a lot of respect for South Dakota State, but it wasn't like, okay, we're going to put in a million trick plays. We're going to put in all kinds of different stuff to try to beat these guys. It was like, no, like we're going to run what we run because we have confidence in the people that we have. And we did that. And I mean, uh, we, we came up short, but I think we, we were close. I love it. I absolutely love it. Hey, South Dakota State, North Dakota State. Zach says they're running it back. They'll meet in the national championship. That's his prediction. Zach, give some people an update on, on what you got. You're a week after knee surgery. How are things going right now? Where's your mental at? Give Redbirds fan kind of uh, a sigh of relief. Yeah, I mean, it's going well. Surgery went really well. Um, did some work on it. Had an ACL injury. Uh, cleaned that stuff up. So surgery went really well. I started physical therapy the next day. Started to get it moving and whatnot. So I've been doing that every single day. I have a lot more respect for anybody who ever has had a knee injury because I don't really sleep much at night. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a painful process, but but it's going well. It's off to a really good start. Um, I'm at a really good training spot up here that'll be probably till till draft time in April. And so yeah, off to a really good start. FCS Nation is sending blessings your way. Every single fan base who taps in and listens, I'm sure will send blessings your way as well. Hey, listen, shout out. I'm calling you out, FCS Nation. Here's what we need to do. We need to donate to the Redbirds and Mr. Zach Annexted. It's so easy. It's right there on our website at fcsnationradio.com. Right on the right side of the screen is Alex Lemonade Stand. It's got its own landing page. You click on it. It takes you right down to where you can see the list of all of our athletes. And it's as simple as donating. It's as simple as sending a message to Zach because he gets them sent directly to him. Like I said, fcsnationradio.com on the right-hand side of the screen. Alex Lemonade Stand. It's whole landing page. You can see how much money we've had accumulated so far. I think the number's right at $14,000 right now. And the contest is still going on. Zach, do you have a pitch for the people in normal? Do you have a pitch for FCS Nation out there on why they need to donate and how fast they need to get to their computer or phone? I mean, it's a competition, but at the same time, it's, I mean, donate to any one of these guys is going to a great cause. If you don't want to donate to me and you're a fan of whoever else, donate to them because at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. So hopefully we can get that done. There it is, folks. Zach Annexdick, the signal caller for the Illinois State Redbirds, led by Mr. Brock Spack, who we'll get into later in the show, me and Kevin Marshall do. Zach, appreciate you so much for giving the show some time this week and good luck again sending some more blessings your way thank you so much for having me appreciate it